We went and saw a movie. We're going to talk about it. How's that for an intro? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another thrilling episode of What the Fanboy Podcast, the podcast where we talk about movies and video games and all that stuff that we love. Was that too fast? Oh, well. I'm joined here by my super good friends, Chris Sacker. What up? And Tyler Davis. Hey, you finally said my last name. Yeah. <laughs> I figured, like, you earned it. Yes. You've been putting in so much work. Congratulations. Not really. I was going to say, that didn't feel very... <laughs> very real to me i just felt like i was leaving you out and i felt bad all right before we start guys i have a gift for you guys what a gift from my mom reaching in his bag he's pulling out chocolate chip cookies that's right i know how to treat you guys you got some milk Uh, in the fridge (laughs) it's okay thank you julie that's right my i ate it at my mom's house she gave me a bunch of cookies. Thank you, Julie. So we're going to eat them on the air. Make sure you eat it directly into the mic. We love you. Straight into the mic. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's gold. That's good. All right. You guys ready? Have you guys done anything yep. fun? Mm-hmm. Besides the movie we're going to talk about later, Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. Yep. We're not. I don't need to keep that a secret. Have you guys been up to anything? Um, I watched Fargo. Oh, I love that movie, and I watched it with you. Yeah, it was the first time I've seen it in a while. It wasn't the first time I'd seen it, but it's the first time I had seen it probably since high school. That movie is hilarious, and I think that's all that I really need to say about it. If you haven't had a chance to check Fargo out, it's it's high up there. I highly recommend it. What about you, Tyler? Have you done anything? He's still eating cookies. <laughs> I actually attempted the raid on Destiny 2 Friday night <clears throat> and did not complete it. <laughs> How much time did you waste doing this raid? Five and a half hours. <laughs> oh my gosh. It definitely shouldn't have taken five and a half hours though. We just kind of caught some bad breaks a few times. Yeah. Five and a half hours? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, there were some breaks in there. Like, we took short breaks and stuff. But, I mean, from the time we started it till the time we stopped playing it, it was five and a half hours. Oh, that's a, such a long time. Yeah, but, it, I mean, it was fun. The raid is definitely fun. It's just, to sum up the raid, I would say it's pretty unforgiving. So, like, all six people have to be on point at almost all times. So, it's kind of like if one person messes up, the whole team fails. So, that kind of made it... <laughs> That kind of made it last a little longer than it should have. Yeah. But, I mean, it was fun, and I hope to finish it this week. I don't know if I'll pick up with a random group and just have somebody carry me through the boss encounter or not. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it was cool. The mechanics are fun. I can't imagine being one of those raid teams that goes in blind and knows nothing about it. Like having to figure out all the mechanics on your own. It's, I just <laughs> I couldn't imagine it. I'd be stuck at the beginning the whole time. Like I couldn't even get to the first encounter because you have to do a task to get in each door. I wouldn't have gotten in a door. I don't know if I could play a shooter for five and a half hours. 
I mean, you got to use your brain a little bit, but I'm not in college anymore, so I don't think it's possible for me. I have to like schedule it out, <laughs> like <laughs> like a week or two in advance. Yeah, like, that's why it took me so long to attempt it. Just making it work with my schedule, but it was fun. You know, I don't I don't regret the five and a half hours I spent. I got to play with my little brother. Um, nice. And some of my really close friends. So I, I really enjoyed it. No, I'm definitely going to be revisiting that soon. Other than that, haven't been doing a whole lot. Just kind of been hanging out, watching a lot of football. So. Nice. Well, what about I, you? Uh, oh, me. Yes. Forgot you were here. Sorry. Oh, I forgot I was here too. It's, it's crazy. Um, Last week's episode, we talked about GoldenEye and Halo. So I decided to play some Halo. <laughs> And uh, very nice, but it was the one Halo I had never played. That's not true. It's one of the Halos I never played. I'd never played five because I lost interest after four, but I also hadn't played Halo 3 ODST, so I played that and I beat it in a weekend. It was fun. It's a good Halo game, yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's probably like my third favorite Halo. I was surprised with like. With just with what it was like, I I was. Ex- we are ranking the Halo games on our hands right now. <laughs> Brilliant! I can date it. Continue. Sorry. I think he's making a gang sign. <laughs> I started making R with my hands for Halo Reach. <laughs> Halo Reach is one of my favorites. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, I was I wasn't expecting it to be. I was just a dude in a city, kind of figuring out where my squad went. I was just expecting normal run and gun and tank and banshee stuff it's a very different yeah i'd feel it for was, halo even though i hadn't played a halo in four or five years i don't know it kind of felt refreshing it was kind of cool that's awesome so that was fun but i'll probably never play it again the halo franchise <laughs> is solid i mean yeah i'm sure i'll get around to five eventually and i'm pretty sure the team from odst is in five i own five but i haven't played it <laughs> i might steal it from you sometime so i can just play it i stopped at four I wasn't a fan of four. All right. Should we get into the main meat of what we're doing? You guys ready? You have your notes ready? I think I'm the only person who makes notes. I Let's sometimes get do. get into it. Let's get into it. Throwback to see the episodes. One. <laughs> season one. Throwback to season one. No, throwback to the episodes like one through six where I said that. Oh, the dork. <laughs> Gosh, dang it. Okay. We we went and saw Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle. We did. We're going to do the normal non-spoilers, and then we'll go into spoilers later. So I ask you guys, what do you think of uh, Kingsman 2? Before we do that, just so people know where we're coming from, can we say very briefly what we thought of the first Kingsman? Uh, yeah. Because I think that that informs a lot of yeah, how that's, we all yeah, that's view a good the idea. second Kingsman. I can dig that. All right, let me change my question. What do you think of the first Kingsman? Tyler, you saw it most recently. I watched it about um about two months before um, Kingsman 2 came out. Thank you, Lepke, for sitting me down and forcing me to watch it. Because I was not super interested in watching it. It just looked like a weird movie to me. Um, anytime you tell me that there's a chick with blades for legs, it kind of loses me. But then I watched it, and I really enjoyed it. Like, I like it a lot. And that chick is awesome. She's great. <laughs> but I will say, after watching Kingsman 2, I went and watched Kingsman 1 again. I don't know if I told you. I told you, Luke. Yeah, you I, snapped Well, I me. Snapchatted you because yeah. I forced Dana to watch it. Yeah. And she loved it. But 
I watched it again and it's it's still great. I love yeah. it so much. I like Kingsman one a lot. I'm I don't know if it's if I like it more than both of you guys, but I love it. I think I like it the most out of everybody. <laughs> I love love the first Kingsman. It it could be in discussion to be in like my top twenty movies. It is the second best spy movie behind Casino Royale, I think. I lost what I was talking about. I can't remember. Chris, Chris, what did you think <laughs> so about Luke, Kingsman? Luke once? really liked the first Kingsman. <laughs> um, I thought it was fine. I thought, like, for the most part, I thought it was a good movie. There was some things that were kind of major detractors for me that just, like, took me out of the movie. Um, like what? For Kingsman 1, I mean. For Kingsman 1. If you haven't seen it, it's your fault. It's been, like, three years since that movie came out. Uh, I could have done, like, without the butt sex joke. I didn't need that. Yeah, that that was not necessary in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Sam Jackson's lisp kind of just like took me out of the movie. A oh, little bit I loved it so. Whenever much. I heard him, is he dead? <laughs> oh man. Um, but like other than that, like I, I, for the most part, I could appreciate the absurdity. Um, it's a good word. Yeah, like I, I definitely appreciate the absurdity of it. And I really liked the way that the action sequences were shot, especially the church scene. Yeah. Most F. I will say the absurdity is what, to me, defines the Kingsman movies. Um, for me, I think that's what makes it a great, like, popcorn flick. Yeah. Um, Which, like, that's something for me, like, I, I mean... I don't usually go and watch popcorn movies, like popcorn flicks. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's not my thing. That's how I view Kingsman 1. And yeah. Well, Kingsman 1's a great movie, but... All right, I gathered my thoughts. We'll get into it. And I need... I, I, I stole this from another podcast. This is not me coming up with this comparison. I just think it is a really good comparison. Okay. Um, Kingsman is a Roger Moore Bond movie done well. I really don't like the Roger Bond movie Roger Moore Bond movies. I think they're just too cheesy and weird and they don't do them well. Um and like Roger Moore in those movies is extremely suave and the gadgets are just so wacky. Kingsman made it work and made it fun and enjoyable. And that's why I like it so much. I'm a really big fan of the Bond franchise. So. So that kind of tells yeah. you. Yeah. That, you know, where we stand on the Kingsman movie. Number one, especially. Great movie. I I loved it. Luke loved it. I. Chris thinks it's fine. I freaking doesn't love hate the it. first one so much. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's I think it's a fine movie. It's it's not something that I would say. Like, there are certain movies where I'm like, everyone needs to watch these. I wouldn't say it's it's one of those, but I think it's I think it's a fun movie. Like I think I think fun is the is a great word to describe Kings the first Kingsman. I think this review is going to get pretty pretty good because we're all going to be coming at it a different way. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. Um. All right. So now back to the OG question: What did you think of Kingsman two? I think we're all going to have 
different answers. Different answers on yeah. this too. I'm trying to remember what I've rated other movies on this podcast so far. I, the lowest rating any of us have given to anything was to Transformers. I changed my rating on Inhumans. Yeah. Not not vocally. Okay. But did you give it a zero? Is it below Transformers? Was it below Transformers? Yeah. Okay, now is it above Transformers? No, it was above Transformers, oh, sorry. Okay. And now it's below Transformers. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So. All right. Um, it's definitely above, like, Kingsman 2 definitely above Transformers for me. Um, but below any, everything else that I've reviewed on the podcast so far, take, it, take into consideration that I did not review Inhumans, and I did not review it. Um, it's, it's the weakest of all of those. I think that um like for me personally i would give it like a six but knowing that a lot of people look for different things in movies than i do i'd consider it to be like a seven or an eight for a lot of other people does that make sense Mm -hmm. it's just it wasn't it wasn't for me yep makes sense to me what about you tyler i thought kingsman 2 was good i enjoyed it um I went into it with pretty low expectations. Uh, I, I didn't expect it to get close to the first one with how good the first one was. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I had a fun time. Um, I kind of view the Kingsman movies as popcorn flicks anyways, so that helped. But I'll dive in a little more when we get to ratings and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Thank you. Yeah, as I said before, I love the first Kingsman Um. I, I didn't have high expectations for this one either just because of like Rotten Tomatoes is at 50%. And I was like, oh man, it's probably not going to be as good. So I lowered them to not really expect something that might not be that good, be up to par. And my expectations were not low enough. Like I got out of it and I was like, mm, it was fine. There was a lot I didn't like. And then I kind of thought about it the rest of the day and I talked to some people at church and stuff and I was like, no, it's, it's just really disappointing. And I just thought about it more and more. And the more I think about it, just the more I dislike it, it's just really bums me out. Cause I was so excited for this movie ever since they announced it. I, I expected more out of pretty much everything from it. There was, almost not very many positives really okay that's not true that's not true i'm just kind of you kind of wailing i'm, on I'm it kind a of upset bit. a little bit by it but there's just a lot more negative to it than positive that's fair so like Ooh. this isn't a spoiler so i can do this in non-spoilers colin firth comes back yeah, that was in the trailer, which I thought was kind of dumb. Yeah. It kind of completely ruins that scene. Shouldn't have been in the trailer. It completely ruins that scene in the movie. I, I, But I think they put it in the trailer to get people to come see the movie. Because he was such an important part of the first movie that I don't know if people would have been excited for the second movie without him in it. Also, spoilers for the first one. Colin Firth's character gets shot through the face. You've been warned. Um, I disagree. <laughs> they shouldn't have put him in the trailer. They shouldn't have put him in this movie. I felt like his character wasted everything he did for Eggsy in the first movie. And that was really upsetting. That was one of my biggest gripes. 
I mean, Colin Firth was he was fine in the movie with what he was given, which was pretty weak script. But you 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 pretty much trigger everything that happens in the first movie after the church scene. You're the reason that this kid comes back after being kicked out of the Kingsman and saves the world. What was the point of that? You weren't dead. I I was I was mad. He he totally cheapened everything that Eggsy had worked for. So, I mean, is there anything that you guys can get into that's not spoilery? I'd say that the things that I disliked about the first one were the majority of what this one was. Like, the things I really enjoyed about the first one weren't nearly as present in this one, and the things that I didn't enjoy were way, way more present in this one. Yeah. So, if you were like me and you were like, it's... It was an okay movie, but there were things that bothered you about the first one. The second one's probably going to bother you more. Yeah. We can do ratings before we get into spoilers and recommendation or not. Yeah, I think I already said mine. Six out of ten. Also, before we rate um, Horrible Villain. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah, it was awful. I liked Sam Jackson way more. Yeah. And I didn't like Sam Jackson that much. Although I was kind of disappointed Sam Jackson only got one MFR in the first one. <laughs> I was really let down by that. But <laughs> but I mean, other than that, it's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, villain was, uh, was kind of weird. There's so many parts in this movie that just don't really fit together, it seems like. Like, I was talking to Logan, my brother, about this. Check him out on iTunes, LC. Um, <laughs> plug. Shameless plug. This movie isn't story driven or even character driven. It's moment driven. It's like, oh, we could do this. Oh, we could also do this. Let's try and make them work together. It's like, it was just a lot of that. Like the scene at the music festival. (laughs) I'm not going to say what happens because I don't really want to talk about it. Because this is a somewhat family friendly podcast. But like. I'll get more into that in spoilers. Anyway, okay. That was a weird scene. Yeah. What What would you give it out of ten, Tyler? I I would. I would probably agree with a six out of ten. I mean, I I clearly understand that the movie was not. It was not well written. Um, I agree. It was moment driven, as I feel like they felt. It has a little bit of sequelitis. They felt like they needed to one up themselves. Instead of just sticking with what worked. Um, so, yeah, I, I would probably say 6 out of 10. But I did enjoy it. And I did like it. Um, regardless of what you guys hammer it for. I will definitely be prepared to agree or disagree with you guys. I, I don't know. I don't know all your thoughts, obviously. We're going to get in a fight on this podcast. An actual fist fight. <clears throat> yeah. We're going to record the punch sounds. And I'm going to add in sound effects. So it's going to go poosh. I'm going to John Cena one of you fools with these steel chairs. John Cena! (laughs) You can't see me. They actually can't see any of us. So are y'all John Cena in this scenario? Surprise, surprise. (laughs) Anyway, what would you give it out of 10? I said 6 out of 10. Oh, I totally missed that. I stopped listening. Man, that's weird. We we both talk about it so differently, but then give it the same rating. (laughs) I mean, yeah. But we we have discussed that I... 
I think I'm a, I think I'm a generous writer. Like I didn't, I didn't like this movie, but I'm still giving it above a five. I think I, maybe there's something broken in my rating scale. My rating scale is, I kind of like sat down and kind of figured mine out one day. It's like, I'm going to give my rating real quick. Four out of 10. Um, not a fan. One through four <laughs> is bad. Six out of 10 is good. Five is right on the middle of the teeter totter. And it means it could either have been bad or good. That's how I rate things. your new nickname is rotten tomatoes. Mm. That's a terrible nickname. <laughs> well, that's your new nickname. Why can't it be teeter totter? No, I take that back. I don't want my nickname <laughs> to be teeter totter. See, I think that I think the lowest that I would give a movie that I like is a seven. Like, I think mine is more like a grading scale. Like, yeah, it kind of sounds like a grading scale. Nine and ten is an A. Eight is a B, seven is a C, six is a D. Everything below yep. that's an F. I'm just not a harsh critic. I'm not. I'm maybe maybe it just depends on my expectations for a movie. Yeah. Is is what kind of drives my rating because I like I said, I did not expect much from this movie. Mine's a bell curve. Would you yeah. recommend this movie? If you were a fan of the first one. It would depend on the person. Uh, it would really depend on the person. Um, like I have a lot of friends that I would not recommend this to because some of the humor is a little more vulgar than a lot of people I know would want to would want to watch. Um, I would not recommend this movie to my mom. Thanks for the cookies, mom. <laughs> Thank Delicious. you, Julie. Um, I do have some friends that really love the first Kingsman too. What's up, Joel? He didn't like the first one. Oh, he loved it. Oh, we, we, what's up, Joel? Not accepted, Joel. No. We we quote the first Kingsman all the time together. It's, Good, but like I think I do want to recommend it to him because he's such a big fan. And you honestly don't know what somebody's gonna like and dislike. Like I really liked it, and he didn't. Maybe he'll really like Kingsman, and I don't. You like Kingsman, and I don't. I mean. And we love a lot of the same movies. Right. No, absolutely. We have pretty similar tastes at this table. And I think <laughs> I think the fact that this, mo- this movie has a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes is incredibly telling. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say that. It's very polarizing. Like, pretty much either you like it or you don't. And yeah, there's no in-between. And it's But it's not really drawn along the same lines that other movies would be. Like, you could say, like, oh, you know, you either really like superhero movies or you don't. Well, like, this draws a different line than than what those movies would draw and also that's that's critics yeah. the audience reception is 75 percent right. so yeah three I out of four that. people like it yep i could i could see that i could i'm fine being the fourth i'm cool being with one of the three i think i'm the fourth you gave it a positive review you gave it a positive number yeah, but if i was using <laughs> if i was using your review scale i wouldn't have I just want to give a quick shout out to Elton John because he was awesome. All right. You guys cool. ready for spoilers? Sure. All right. Pause this. Pause this if you pause this if you want to see Kingsman. If you want to see Kingsman 2. If you don't want to see Kingsman 2 and you just want to listen to this and see if you do want to see it, I say yeah. go for if it. If you want to hear us finally disagree about something on this podcast, <laughs> just uh, keep listening. Okay. I already talked about 
what my biggest complaints was with Colin Firth being brought back. Just, I want to add into that because it is a spoiler. The way they did it, um, not a fan. I thought it was just super weird. I was like, what? I th- I feel like it still wouldn't work. I like, will say, like, well, yeah, it wouldn't work. Nothing in that movie would work. I will say that I was, yes, I was not a fan of it. One thing that I was that made me a little more okay with it was the fact that they used it more than once. Yeah. So it wasn't just a device to be like, he's back now. We're in spoilers, right? So I can Yeah, we're in, yeah. Yeah. They had this magic first aid kit that they put around your head and it they wrap a band-aid on you and you from a dying from a gunshot with the head. Yeah. So that's how they saved him because he was he was in Kentucky and that's where the statesmen are based out of. Yeah. So when they I, were able to save him. While you're saying that when I watched the first one again, I was listening for a helicopter to see if it would be in it, and it wasn't. No. Oh, suck it, Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, it's because this first one wasn't made with a sequel in mind. Um, so I'm glad that they used it again later in the movie to save Whiskey, so that it wasn't just a MacGuffin to bring him back. It at least also had another point in the plot. I, I don't that like it, That being said, it was still dumb. It's dumb, <laughs> How's anybody supposed to die in this now? So we can kind of get into this too. How can you believe anybody is dead now? Yeah. They got to bring Samuel Jackson back to kill Honestly, <laughs> I was expecting in the third act for Roxy to show up. Me too. And it would have made the movie so much better. It would have because she's fantastic. Yeah. One of mine and Luke's, both something that Luke and I both disliked about the movie was they killed off Roxy, who was a great character from the first movie. They killed her off in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. They had the first action opening sequence and then they she killed us. her. Yeah. I would agree with you guys. I didn't, I didn't like that they killed her right away. I didn't like that they killed her in general. Um. Because I agree, I think she was one of the bright spots from the first movie. Um, and I mean, if they wanted to kill her, I felt like they should have done it a little bit better. I know that this is a good death or something, right? Like, make it count, don't just, yeah. And like, just oh, we don't want to write your character anymore, now you're dead. I think it's what we don't want to pay you. Luke has said something before that I think applies here It's, it's show, don't tell kind of thing. That, like, that just that's how I felt when it happened. I was like, come on. That's just lazy. Yeah. It was lazy writing at that point. And, and remember, I liked the movie, but I felt like her death was extremely lazy. And like, I also that. felt it was super lazy how they found out where the Kingsman locations were. Oh, this hand can move on its own and hack your device. Of course it can. Well, how like, else do you make this happen? Yeah, I'll say that that yes, that was lazy, but also, like. I wouldn't have cared if they didn't show out if they if they didn't even show us how they found the Kingsmen. Just boom. If it was just they know where the Kingsmen are. Like we didn't need that part. They also, do have a person who used to be a Kingsman yeah. candidate. <laughs> and I would have been fine with the missiles killing the rest of the Kingsmen who we didn't know and didn't care about because they weren't really characters in the first movie. But they if you've holograms. But if you've put the time in to develop a character through the entire first movie and then boop and then it's just oh they're gone. And like also with that, they killed his best friend. Yeah. I I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah, I didn't care who his friends were because they weren't important in the first movie. But like at the same time, you're like, that's his best friend. I can realize that's enough emotion to really make him mad. Yeah. But then they they threw in her too. And then like the only I'm calling this now, the only reason they did it is so they can bring her back in the third one. Do you think she'll be the villain? 
I don't know. I hope not. But like, they already did it with Colin Firth. Yeah. So it's going to have, it's not going to matter. It's like, oh, well, death doesn't matter in these movies anyway. Because you can survive a 40 caliber bullet to the brain. I actually don't know caliber details, but it's like. Yeah, I don't know. It was, I, I wasn't a fan of her death, but I definitely see the setup for the next movie with her. She'll have some sort of pivotal role in the third movie. She'll probably be the villain. She'll probably be like, why didn't you come and see if I was alive? Also, I hate your girlfriend. Just, we see it, we see it all the time in every other comic book movie. It's happened in every Marvel movie and it's going to happen in the DC movies. It's just overdone, I feel like. Okay. You're talking about with Superman? Yeah. He's not dead. Yeah. But like, okay, let's move on to something else. Away from Roxy and bullet wounds in the face. Um, Channing Tatum? Wasted. They marketed this movie they to make you it, think he was going to be... They marketed it as him being like... One of the stars of the yeah, movie. Yeah. He's probably got like five minutes of... Eh, maybe ten minutes of screen time. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. At he's, most. He's unimportant. Like, he doesn't really do anything of value. <clears throat> He like, does drugs. He was he was he was funny for the short amount of time that he was in there. But he was mostly useless. Like Yeah. He was in there so they could put him in the previews to get people in. And put um, his name on it. He was in there to be in the third movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the the whole ending of this movie was setting up him looking like an idiot. In the dumb bowler hat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> It was way too tiny for his Looks like he's head. a kingsman Ugh. instead of a statesman now. It was weird. Or do you think that's just because he's there? Or do you think it's his evil twin? Dun, dun, dun. Wouldn't surprise me. Me neither. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Don't do that, Matthew Vaughn, please, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't think he's listening, but we can pretend he is. All right. I want to talk about this now. Um, I do understand what the villain was trying to do. I don't understand why anybody would make that the villain's plan. I thought Julianne Moore's, I went to be recognized as a real business lady with my drugs, was just the most ridiculous thing. I couldn't tell if they were trying to get political and be like, I felt like you need they to were. legalize drugs. I, I felt like I felt like it was so ham-fisted and in your face that it couldn't really be that. But <sighs> yeah, every time they went to Poppy Land, I'm gonna call it Poopy Land because that's what it was. I would just get so sad. It's like, oh, yeah, we have to go to this place again. Even even for the final fight. Yeah, a little. Granted, the final fight was pretty good. It was, it was okay. It wasn't pretty good. It was good. Yeah, I, was I did say, enjoy. I it. it was pretty it, awesome. The final fight yeah. was good. The final fight was fine. I don't think that it was as good as the church scene. I don't think there will ever be something like I think that again. Part though. of it is because the church scene had like there wasn't build up. It was he's at this church, sitting there, and all of a sudden it's just an action scene. Whereas. <laughs> Like, whereas most most action scenes, it's like the hero and the villain meet up and then fight, 
Like there was none of that buildup in the church scene. Yeah. So the best buildup of the church scene was when he talks to that lady and he yeah. says all that. Yeah. Like we can't repeat that. On yeah. Here. We can't repeat <laughs> it, but it, ugh. watching it again, I died laughing. Yeah. That was, that was a great moment. Yeah. It's yeah. like, okay. Most of her plan and everything involved with it was pretty stupid. Can um, Luke propose something that would have, I think been better. Yes. That was brilliant. Sure. That was, that was brilliant. <laughs> I forgot we were recording for a second. <laughs> okay. This lady has billions of dollars. And she has two robot dogs, a robot butler, and somebody with a robot prosthetic arm. Why don't you just make robots to sell? And it could be legal. Yeah. Movie over. And then you could make the Kingsmen and Statesmen fight against the army of robots. Sure. Just, I don't, the drugs made no sense. And then they put everybody in these football fields and the president's like, yep, just let them die. And it's like, okay. Like, none of this makes any sense whatsoever. Speaking of Poppyland and the robots, in the first movie, up until the head started exploding like fireworks. The most visually jarring aspect of the first movie was probably the uh, the woman with prosthetic legs because they were blades for her legs. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was like, oh, that that's is, weird. That's weird. And this one, every single time we're in Poppy Land, we're like, oh, those are robot dogs. That's weird. Oh, that's a robot butler. That's weird. Oh, everything is crazy pastel 50s colored oh that's weird that's weird oh, oh we feed humans to people oh oh that's weird if you put a man in a meat grinder all of his clothing his shoes his all of his bones all just turn into ground beef apparently mm. duh you ever use a meat grinder and he can still be screaming when he's like two feet into a meat grinder after head his head's first. been destroyed head first Ugh. yeah there was some pretty bad stuff in this movie but I still liked it. Yeah. I'm going to reiterate that again as we go on. Here's something. The CGI in this movie was bad. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I was going to bring that up at the end. It but was bad. I just wanted to say that. It was we pretty rough. We don't need to go in on that. It was It was definitely rough. Like when the dogs were chasing that guy in Poppy Land, I was like, ugh, this looks horrible. Anytime. Most of it was bad. Like just when they're inside of the football field, all the cages on top yeah, of each other. Yeah, that was bad too. Didn't look good. That should be really easy. <laughs> Yeah, it looked like it, it. That scene specifically looked like a video game. Yeah, and like not one of the best video games. <laughs> not a good one. What was the budget for this movie? Hundred four million. Oh my gosh. Hundred and four million. That's a lot of money for CGI. Granted, not all of it goes to that, right. but um. Okay, what else was in this movie? Okay. Something I did enjoy, but I also think should have been handled probably a little differently. But the way they did handle it brought some emotion to me was the way Merlin died. What I didn't like was that... He died? No, I was fine with him dying. It's that they're just walking through the forest and, oh, Exy just steps on a mine. Oh, bummer. Yeah. It was, it was pretty forced. And then they like switch spots in whatever way. And then what they did with that after 
was what I did like. Yeah. Them singing Take Me Home Country Road. It became my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. There was there was two scenes in this movie that I felt were intended to be emotional. That is one of them, and I would say that's the second one. The first scene is when um, Eggsy goes and buys the dog and takes it to Harry. Oh, yeah. And then he hands it to Harry, and then he points the gun at it. And then he's like, he's he's like, you were crazy enough to shoot the dog. And, like, he's going off, and then he kind of has that moment where he's like, it's the Kingsmen point. need you. Like, we need you. And then he's like, I need you. And that, like, that scene to me was... I don't know. That one hit me. I liked that one a lot. I I felt like Turn Egerton was convincing. Yeah. You know, and and I liked that uh, scene. I, I that one fell flat for me. I thought that the end scene with Merlin was a much more emotional scene. I felt like it meant more. It made me listen to that song on repeat for like twenty minutes. Honestly, I um I totally forgot about that dog scene until you just mentioned it. I felt like that was <laughs> one of the stronger scenes in the movie personally i feel like anytime well not anytime but that anytime he was in the butterfly room is what i'm going to call it the padded cell um anytime eggsy and harry interacted in that room i felt like it was pretty good you know i i felt like it kind of recaptured some of that relationship from the first movie um but then like the cabin scene when it's getting lit up and he's like he's a traitor and then he just decides to shoot him in the blows his head off i was like wait what I did not get that at all. I didn't understand it either. I was like, why? What clues did he have? Like, what made him think? Other than knocking out the antidote. Um, Matthew Vaughn had an interview like a week or two ago, and he said he was asked if he wanted the Golden Circle to be um, part one and part two. I'm pretty sure there's a lot on the cutting room floor that we're not getting. So you think we'll get a director's cut? Um, No, I don't. But... I just think they didn't give us the whole story. I mean, you guys knew he was a bad guy before that, right? You just figured somebody had to be a bad guy. Like not, not way before that, but the second he said he asked him to hand him the, the antidote, like it was incredibly obvious. He was the bad guy, right? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I like, probably didn't pick up on it. I didn't think about it. I was sitting, I was sitting next to your brother, Luke. I was sitting next to Logan and, uh, Literally the second he said he I forgot exactly what he said, but he like asked him to hand over the antidote to him or whatever. And as soon as he said that, I'm like, Oh, he's a bad guy. He wasn't he was barely a bad guy though. He was he was more a guy with his own agenda than I felt like he was a bad guy. And it was a stupid one. <clears throat> yeah. Well him and the president had the same agenda. Yeah, which I just didn't buy. <laughs> so we're gonna just, you know, let hundreds of millions of people die it's like okay i totally get it it's like because your wife was killed by a crack dealer well you know what maybe you should move on no that's mean (laughs) but like i didn't buy his motivation at all just kind of like okay that's forced and the other part that the actual the more part stupid part of it is he he has stock in statesman and he wants the money because once all these drug dealers are gone, the statesman stock's going to go way up and he's going to get rich. <sighs> okay, whatever. <laughs> Good writing there, Vaughn. I dig it. Not. I'm so glad I went into this movie as a popcorn flick and not really looking to 
critique it too much. I kind of shut my brain off and just watched it, and I enjoyed that. I can't shut my brain off during movies. I can. I get way too involved. It's a problem I have. <laughs> let's talk about something we did like. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about some positives. <laughs> we need that. Um, I did like the addition of creating the Statesman. I thought it was a really good idea. I thought it was pretty cool. I also thought it was cool how their industry operated. Like with the whiskey yeah. company, yeah. I thought that was cool. I thought the way they sent the message was cool. Yeah. They got a bottle of whiskey in a safe, <laughs> and they have an umbrella. I thought that was pretty cool. And then because they're uh, an alcohol company, the Statesman had so much more money than than the Kingsman. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, I let them have, you know, cool, cooler gadgets and stuff, and... Which is what a spy movie should have. The baseball grenades were awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I thought, oh, that was good. As with the first movie, I thought I liked the way that the action sequences are shot. The the fights, they're very um, kinetic. Similar to like an Edgar Wright movie. Like similar to something like Hot Fuzz. Like just... So I like that. I looked at Luke when you said that because we were talking about the possibility of Matthew Vaughn not directing the third movie. And we were like, who would you want to direct it? And Luke said, I don't really know. And I said, Edgar Wright. What do you think Edgar Wright would do with it? Cause I think it'd be pretty cool. And then Luke was like, well, Edgar Wright's a visionary. So it'd kind of be Edgar Wright is a creator. He wants to, yeah, do his own he would thing. do his own thing. Yeah. Otherwise but. he still would have been in the MCU directing Ant-Man. Yeah. He didn't, he doesn't want to be told what to do. But yeah, that's why I thought it was pretty funny when you said that because, and and Luke kind of shook his head when I looked at him because I had said the same thing. I I thought Edgar Wright, like that was like the first person I thought of. I mean, if if he was like, yeah, I'll do it. Awesome. Yeah. I just don't think he will. I don't think he would do it either. I will say the final fight between Whiskey and the Galahad bros. Yeah. I I felt like. Huggy and Harry. Yeah. That one was kind of kind of jarring at times i felt like the camera kind of got a little loose but that's part of the charm of the kingsman movies i feel like yeah that's actually something i really like how it like it does this weird like zoom and switch kind of thing but it's all one shot right and i think that's really cool and it's really unique to the kingsman franchise right no and and that's what i'm saying yeah um but i mean if if you're not into those kind of scenes i could see how it would throw you off i enjoy it but at times i mean it is jarring yeah. yeah. To me, <clears throat> those scenes are the most redeeming part of this movie. Yeah. The action scenes are quality. Yeah. Well, the movie starts off with a giant action set piece. Yeah. Like, it wastes no time getting. It's like, we're here to be ridiculous Welcome again. Welcome to Kingsman 2. <laughs> Start throwing punches. <laughs> well, and, and that's part of, you know, one of the reasons I like this movie is. Like, I know you guys don't, but I, I just enjoy how they don't really take themselves seriously. Like, I, I love that. You know, Vaughn sat down to, <laughs> he probably sat down with all the guys in a production meeting and was like, all right, let's get wild. And everybody started taking shots and they went and started filming the movie. Like, that's how I envision the production team working on this movie. Maybe not in post, but definitely in filming. They probably just had a lot of fun. Like, that cast, they just all seemed like they had a blast together. Like, I was reading some of the pranks they did to each other. Except Roxy, because she's not in it. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry. It's okay. 
Luke's a little sour. I am extremely sour. <laughs> Luke might have a slight crush on the actress. Uh, um, yeah, I do. <laughs> Overall, I think that this movie suffered from what a lot of sequels sequelitis. From. Well, not only not only trying to outdo the first movie, but part of what made the first movie great was something that can't be reproduced in the second movie, and that's getting to know the main characters and like the whole training sequence that was a huge part of the first movie yeah it's gave the first movie its charm i'd probably say 65 percent of the first movie is the training yeah and and you can't like you can't recapture that in a sequel right it's why like part of why the first avengers movie is good is because you spend part of the movie getting them to become the avengers and so then in all future Avengers movies, you start out with, oh, we're the Avengers now. And so you're missing that whole part of the movie that you enjoyed from the first one. Yeah. It, def- it definitely has some sequelitis for sure. They they try, I said it earlier, they try to one-up themselves. Yeah. Most of the time when movies do that, like I, I don't know. I don't know anything about filming a movie. I don't know anything about directing a movie. I don't know anything about writing a movie. But I feel like, while a sequel is a continuation of a story, you should still approach it as another, a different movie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you should go into the the thing like, all right, we have to make an extension of our first movie. I agree. I, I think you need to go into it as its own separate entity. Yet, the, I mean, the story will still serve the purpose of a continuation. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Popcorn flick for me, for sure. I'll, I'll pick it up. I know I will. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna buy this one. I'm going to wait till it's dirt cheap. Or maybe somebody will buy it for me. You want to buy it for me, Tyler? Okay, I didn't think so. Probably not, because of how much you don't like it. <laughs> I feel like that would not be a good gift. What if I see it a second time and it's my favorite movie ever? That won't happen. Yeah, probably not. So, what was another thing you liked, Luke? Um, There wasn't really any much more that I liked. I felt like... I hate bringing up the negative again, but I feel like the rest was kind of just wasted opportunities. I kind of wanted to talk about this a little bit. The um, music festival scene with the tracker I feel like was a major wasted opportunity. They went with the sex joke, and they could have gone with having to just put his finger in his mouth or in her nose. That's all I'm going to say. Both of those would have been funny. But they went with the sex joke. Yeah. Okay. That would have been and that's, hilarious. I mean, that's, it's like, I got to get this tracker in her nose. What? <laughs> like, I would have loved to see that. Then take it down a rabbit hole. They both do cocaine. There you go. Then Eggsy's racing the clock to save his own life <laughs> while dancing his way to victory. <laughs> I think they should have traded Colin Firth for Roxy. Roxy should have... Survive. Have had his spot in the movie. Yeah, Colin Firth was extremely mishandled. So was Roxy. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole. Like. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we we've talked this to death now. Okay. I feel like such a just a bummer on this episode because I've just been like tr- really talking bad about it, and I I. I just wanted to like it so much, but oh well. What did what did you give it again, Chris? Six. I'd give it a six, but that's on like I, Okay. I gave it a D. Okay. I gave it you a D. You should use letter grades is what you should use. 
I'll use my bell curve. Okay, question. What would you give this movie a one out of two? So it's either a one or a two? It's either a one or a two. A so a yes, a yes or a no? I'd give it a no. Okay. Yeah, I'd give it a one. I'd one give it a two. one. So if you consider a one or two scale to be yes or no, you'd give it a no. What is the yes or no? A one would be I didn't like it. A two would be I did like a th- it. A thumbs up or a thumbs down? I'd give it a thumbs up. All right, I'd give it a thumbs down. I'd give it a one. But see, like what I'm giving it a thumbs up to is different, I think. Yeah. I, I'm viewing it differently. That's my favorite question to ask people about yeah. movies. To me, it just gets it gets to the heart of, did you enjoy it or not? Yeah, I had fun. And that's what I look for when I go to see a movie. Did I have fun watching it? Like I would have given Kingsman, I would have given Kingsman a thumbs up, but I would give Kingsman two a thumbs down. It kind of makes me sad that you guys just changed my amazing rating scale. I would have given Kingsman a two, and I would have given <laughs> Kingsman two a one. Yes. Well, now that it was explained, I would have given it a two. I mean, it's just like a thumbs up or thumbs down. Would you see it or would you not? But it's not as confusing as one two. two. I would give it a two. That's why I ask it, because people always go, huh? <laughs> I yeah, it. I didn't know what to say. I'd give it a two. I, I enjoyed it. I am probably I think I'm the only one who did enjoy it. Um, I would go see it. You know, I may end up seeing it again with my wife. She recently watched the first one and liked it. So chance I see it again, and who knows, maybe upon a second viewing, I don't like it. Okay, should we go into Twitter with Tyler? We got to talk about your poll. My famous poll. My unfamous poll. The poll with so many votes couldn't contain itself on the Twitter sphere. The question we got for the poll was, J.J. Abrams is coming back for Star Wars Episode Nine. What do you guys think about that? I'm not going to say y'all. What do you guys Aww. think about that? So the options were, oh yeah, baby. Heck nah, this sucks. Wow. What a safe choice. And I don't care. We had 35 votes, and I will Woo-hoo. go from last to first place. I just want to say, like, I tweeted this a long time ago. We just forgot about it. <laughs> kind of embarrassing. Okay, continue. Tweeted this 13 days ago. So the final results were, in last place, it was, heck nah, this sucks. Um, second place was, I don't care. Or, I guess third place. Sorry. Fourth place was, heck, now this sucks. I'm just saying that if you're taking the time to vote, I don't care on a Twitter poll. You care a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) My intention of the choice was not like, I don't care about Star Wars. It was more like, I don't really care who directs it. I just kind of want to see the movie. Okay. I don't know if that came across through Twitter or not. But I will. (laughs) In the future, we won't use I don't care as freely. Nah, I'm going to use it four times on the next poll. <laughs> All four answers. <laughs> okay, so, no, fourth place, heck nah, this sucks. Third place, I don't care. Second place, oh yeah, baby, with two <laughs> exclamation points. And in first place, I probably butchered this. I've probably butchered this. It's been so funny to watch you read these this different is so choices good. that I made. <laughs> and <laughs> first place was, Wow. What a safe choice. Nailed it. Yep. 40% felt that way. And I would have to say, I agree. That is a safe choice. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's a bad choice. 
Yeah. Like, do we really want the risks being taken on a Star Wars movie? Dude, it's Star Wars. It doesn't matter. That movie's going to do gangbusters no matter what. Still want it to be good, though. Yeah. <laughs> like, with J.J. doing it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I'm not upset that J.J.'s back, yeah. but I still think they did not risk anything by choosing him. Yeah, I agree. Also, I just... <laughs> Uh, Let's see if you say the same thing I say. I my vote is wow, what a safe choice! But I voted for the wrong one on my own poll on accident. My what? finger slipped, and I Mis- voted for I don't care. So it's technically wrong on. There. <laughs> I just my my other thing that I have a bone to pick with that is now it has been delayed and it is set to release the same day as Wonder Woman two. Yeah, Wonder when, Woman is gonna move. When is it supposed to come out? Now? December nineteen. I thought that's when it always was. It was in May. It was scheduled for May, and then what was his name? Is it Trevorrow? That was Colin Trevorrow. Yeah, Colin Trevorrow. The boot. Yep. Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, it's gonna take us six months," but, even mean, though it's not in pre-production yet. It makes sense to me. I mean, seven and eight are both released at Christmas, so yeah, they might as well just finish it. Keep it going. Christmas. That's what they did with Lord of the Rings. All Lord of the Rings were released at Christmas, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. I'm still upset. Because now we're going to have to wait longer for Wonder Woman 2. Or less. Doubtful. Well, I can be optimistic, right? No. Darn it. (laughs) After your review of Kingsman, you want to be optimistic? I'm bumped on Kingsman 2 and I have to wait longer for Wonder Woman? What's going on in this world? Hey, but Justice League's like 50 days away. And Thor is even less. And Stranger Things 2 is even less. I was going to say, I'm more excited for Stranger Things 2 than I am for Thor, but... So yeah, the poll did well. 35 votes. Good movement, guys. Yay. Thank you for voting. We yeah. will be sure. It seems that polls get decent response, so I think polls need to be something we do more often. Yeah, they're fun. I yeah. enjoy making them. We also got asked if I'm going to steal his Twitter time, but if we're going to review Mother, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not reviewing Mother. Um, we will not be seeing that movie. Well, I, I won't. Luke, uh, Luke yeah, probably I'm won't. I'm not going to. Chris, are you going to go see Mother? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So Mother is a no-go on this podcast. And that's the end of that. Sorry if you have seen it and are a fan of it. We just do not want to see it. We have no desire to watch it. Um, I think that's everything. Do you, does anybody have any final thoughts? Any, think of anything to say or not? We oh, lo- I do have one final thought. Oh, I kind of do too, actually. You go first. Okay. Um, we are currently setting a date to record with a podcast from London. Ooh. Um, they're called False Starts Podcast. Check them out. If you guys are listening, hello. We will be getting in touch with you guys soon. What up? I've been chatting with them the past few days. Um, our topic's going to be pretty fun. I, I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be cool. Their podcast is all about... Uh, movies that were made with a sequel in mind, but the sequel never got made. And we cover movies quite a bit, and we have a few movies in mind that we want to talk to them about and get their mm-hmm. views. And so we're we're looking forward to it. It's gonna be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a crossover. Crossover confirmed. Is this a crossover episode? <laughs> this is a crossover episode. What is this? Suicide Squad. This is a crossover. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um, my. F- did you have one too? Just, we're going to start doing uh, mid and post rolls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Check those out. 
check out those podcasts because they're supporting us. We're wanting to support them. So if you want to help us out by supporting them, just check them out. Download their episodes. Listen to them. Yeah. Review them. Rate and review them on iTunes or whatever their subscriptions are from. And review us on iTunes. Yep, please. Yeah. It helps small-time podcasts more than you would know. My final thought is a spoiler for Kingsman 2 and that it's that they shouldn't have killed Roxy and I want to go on a date with Sophie Cooks it. That's mine. Should we tweet at her? <laughs> yes. See if she'll be a guest on our podcast. <laughs> I don't know if she'd come on if we just roasted her movie. Oh, I just roasted her movie. She wouldn't care. She was hardly in it. That's true. Not even her movie. <laughs> Spend an hour of podcast asking her what talking to her about what it's like to work on the set of Kingsman 2. <laughs> she was on for 15 minutes. What's it like to have a trailer at Kingsman 2? Oh, well, you know, I was in the movie for about 10 minutes, so my day of shooting was like three hours. <laughs> I showed up for uh, cool. a makeup and costume. and yeah, showed so, up uh, for two scenes. So, uh, I sat on a table and I sat on a bed. You, you single or no? Okay. She says, asking, no, asking for a friend, of course. I, I'm, I'm married, so. <laughs> I'm the friend. Hey, what's up? Wow. I am uh, in a podcast. My name's Luke. They call me the dude. They call me the dude. <laughs> Nobody gets that because I always take those parts out and you still won't get it. I'm leaving that part in. That too. Good luck editing. Yeah, have fun. Yeah, this one is going to be a fun edit. All right. Let's say goodbye to our friends, everybody. My name's Luke. I'm on Twitter at theboywanda. T-H-E underscore B-O-Y underscore W-U-N-D-A. And we will see you next week. My name's Tyler. My Twitter handle is at Tyler underscore 19 underscore Davis. Uh, shout out to my boy, Grayson Lopes, low-key Nightwing. Ayo! Ugh. Am I going to have to change my name now? Because I'm not the boy wonder anymore. Yes. <laughs> we saw a movie? <laughs>